Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. Let's get into our wellness corner. We talk about navigating divorce with children today. Divorce represents a pivotal and often traumatic shift in a child's world and from their perspective, a loss of family. When told about the divorce, many children feel sad, angry and anxious and uh, they might have a hard time grasping how their lives will change. A child's age also impacts their response to the new family structure. So let's talk about what children understand then at different ages and also what we need to understand as parents of what they understand and uh, their transition after divorce and how we manage that better. Medina Havari, our guest, joins us, who is founder and managing director of Dandelion Breeze, also founder of the Bold Woman Program. Welcome, and uh, again, <laughs> let me not say welcome, <laughs> let me say thanks for joining us again, Medina. Always great catching up with you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Sandra. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for making time for us on a topic uh, that has uh, become a, a, a popular one, I guess, in terms of what people are dealing with in the world, divorce. And when a we talk painful o- one. A painful one, yes. Uh, sure. uh, and when we talk of divorce, I mean, it, in its being, it means a divide, so... The parents involved might have to, you know, not even see things on the same uh, same space, and they have to both be on the same unified page in sitting their children down, though. Or can they be separate sittings? Let's start there. Do the parents have to sit together on this conversation? Well, I would think it's the best suggestion for them to sit so that they can be on the same page. But sometimes there's so much anger you know, and resentment within the divorce Mm. that um, you find they're not able to do that. And there isn't really focus on the well-being of the children. You know, they're more focused on themselves. However, Mm. my suggestion, or like I've always said, Asanda, I always go back to what is my experience, because that's the only platform that I have, you know, because people do things so differently. Mm. And for me, the major concern was always the children. You know, how do I navigate through this so that the end result works out positively for the child? And as I mean, as you say that you, you have experienced divorce yourself, so have I. I, I might I might share. Um, and and if, mm? sorry, sorry. No, you go ahead. Yes, go ahead. No, you are the the guest. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what I'm saying for me, for me, the thing is, you know, you as an adult. I mean, nobody intends to get married to get divorced. Mm. You know, when you get married, your your intention, there's a lot of love, there's a lot of respect, there's a lot of excitement, and you take those vows, and it's almost like till death do us part. Yeah. You know, and um, you find as you do life, divorce ends up being something that now you have to consider because you're no longer you know, in the emotional space, so you're no longer as happy as you were. You know, you both grow apart. Sometimes it's not because of anything other than just consciously growing differently. Yeah. You know, and um, you get to this point. Now, I believe that um, when you can feel that things are no longer, the first thing is to try, to try and make things work. But when things don't work, you know, and you know that divorce is the next, way or route that you're going to take the first thing i did was to ensure that my daughter was emotionally in a space where she could handle it Mm. because children are affected badly you know and it affects their future so 
for me, it was how do I get the help? And um, I worked with an occupational therapist just to understand where her mindset was so that she would not be left feeling like she was the cause or it was her fault because all they want is just to hang on and keep their parents together. And Mm. when we're untruthful, that's where the challenge actually comes in. And then, I mean, if we backtrack, and then I know you're saying, I mean, parents sometimes make it about themselves. Then there's, of course, that uh, shock and maybe a not yet accepted reality for one of the partners, uh, because in most cases, one is the one that's filed for the divorce and the other didn't even see it coming. So does one parent wait then for the other to first accept that this is what's happening before the talk is had with the kids? Well, in my in my space, I don't think that should be done because the child can feel the animosity. Mm. It's not what you say. You know, sometimes we, we, we undermine children. Children can actually feel, you know, especially when they've been in a happy environment and they know both their parents, they can feel the conflict. So the more truthful you are with the children, you know, as adults, you know, we're the adults. So emotionally, in my opinion... You know, you need to have those discussions, even if it means that you need the therapy or you need the help to understand, you know, that this is the way forward. You can't hold on to something that's no longer there. Mm. You know, so it's coming to terms with it. And I believe as a family, this needs to be shared and there needs to be honesty because reassurance is needed. Yeah. So, so what you are know, the list of expectations then a, a parent can predict in, in terms of what the child's response or children's response could be to be more proactive before the conversation even begins? Well, children, children show anger. You know, they either um, go into a box or they show anger or there's different behaviors. You know, like from my experience, there's different behaviors, you know, um, where the child just wants attention and they're almost being impossible because they're feeling like they're the cause of it. But um, I believe that, you know, children need, they just need to be loved and they need to be acknowledged. They need to be allowed to share their own feelings. Mm. And you as a parent, you know, you need to be considerate to keep on reassuring them that um, it's not about them. It's not their fault. You know, the love that you have is intense for them and give them that emotional support mm. that they need. And that has to come from both parents. And as you go forward, I mean, what even makes it more challenging is when there's a fight for custody on where the children need to be. You know, you can't, um, already their lives are going to be rattled. Mm. So you need to try and keep the same sort of routine for them. And if you're going to have split custody, then just make sure that as parents, you don't use the child, you know, even to transfer messages and make life difficult for them. Okay, so that brings us to yeah, yeah, and that brings us to the next point. Then, what should we avoid in this conversation with the kids? As you say, adult issues should not be uh, put on uh, children to overwhelm them. Yes, no, absolutely. So what we do is sometimes we bad mouth the other parent. Mm. You know, you allow your anger to come through and um, we're so afraid of a child sort of gravitating towards one 
so we overcompensate, you know, and we, we share negativity towards the other parent. Now, for me, it was always, no matter how angry I was, because let's face it, divorce is no joke. Mm. Even if you're the one that instigates it, there, there, there's a sense of failure. You know, you, you, it, it, it unsettles you completely. And there, there, there's a sense of rejection that comes with it. So you need to be, you know, playing your top game, especially when it comes to the child, for the sake of the children. The last thing we can do is leave them feeling insecure or leave them feeling abandoned. They just need to be reassured all the time that it's not their fault. Let them share their views. You know, both parents need to really give the child the best that they can and not force children to have to choose. Because sometimes children feel stuck, mm. like they have to choose, and then they start playing the one up against the other. So you really, it doesn't have to be messy. At what point should other family members be invited into the conversation, the, the grandma, the aunt, the uncle, or should they even be involved? Well, it depends on the culture. You know, so many cultures are so different, and it depends on, you know, how close the family is. Now, for me, family is key, mm. and everybody plays a role in my family. So, for instance, my daughter was often with her grandparents. So if I look back, parents can actually see when things are not okay, even though we hide it from them. Now, I believe that the truth sets you free. So once you, as the couple, realize that this is the route you're going to take, I believe that immediate family members should know so that they can support you positively Mm. rather than hide it. And then hearing it from third and fourth parties. Because also when children hear it from third and fourth parties, I mean, peer pressure out there is difficult, and children can be nasty towards others. So your child needs to feel secure, and it needs to come from you. Your parents need to feel secure, and it needs to come from you, brothers and sisters. But then again, like I say, that's just my opinion. Because when two or more are gathered, you know, I mean, I always go to the biblical terms. God Mm. is right there in the midst, and you truly need that external support. It will. That village is very important. Let's leave it there. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Medina. Let's talk about how we connect with you and the Bold Woman program. Asanda, the Bold Woman is looking at moving slightly and renaming ourselves to living life boldly. Because as we're now mm-hmm. talking about divorce, you know, and children, it's not just fixated and based on women. So, yes, we are bold women, but we are positioning ourselves as live life boldly. But you can still find us on Instagram at bold woman with an E underscore SA and on Facebook on bold woman and www.boldwoman.co.za. And we'd love to engage with anybody that wants to have courageous conversations. Thank you so much. And uh, another courageous conversation that we had today and for inspiring us. We appreciate your time. 
Thank you, Asanda. You have a blessed day. Thank you. Medina Havari is founder and managing director of Dandelion Breeze, also founder of the Bold Women Program. Some messages from you then on Twitter. Zolisi says, That parliament of RSA committee did well and are spot on to say their gesture to call the presidents of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa, is irrelevant, not in the best interest of justice, but wasteful delaying tactics. They can go to court even there. They will lose, as usual. They are playing cheap, clumsy politics. That's on the uh, um, advocate Musisiwe Mkwebane story there. Uh, Mr. A on our poll question saying, Morning Sound Awake team. Poll question, I think, honest feedback, trustworthiness, show companionship and communication, and lastly, consistency at all time. Thank you, Mr. A. Um, and then uh, we read that one. Or is it another one now? Okay, on a poll question uh, from Tendai in Rustenburg, also saying, empower women to enter the independent power producing industry, specifically producing green energy. This will assist these women in run factories not to be affected by load shedding when they are still finding their footing. The question on our poll being, what other support is needed for businesses, black businesses, specifically uh, in the light of the MIC and what they're doing for black business in dealing with load shedding or helping in that? Mavetana from Barkley E saying, Morning Asa, great show as usual with your refreshing voice. Please assist. What platform can I use to make a four-in-a-row request? Exactly with this one that you used to ask us. Mavetana, um, you can send on our WhatsApp, uh, but it must be in voice note form, please. Send your four row, uh, your list of the four songs, and then you send us a second voice note that says what the theme is. And then just also touching there, Mavetana, on our trending topic, saying, I'm so disappointed with Advocate Defo. I was busy rooting for him when the trial started, only to later realize that he's just there to push his own agenda and profile. All right. 